Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. This episode of Enough About Me uh, is a little... This I just finished this interview with Patrick Moynihan. He's the guy who turned down... He runs that school in Haiti. We talked about it yesterday. Turned down $100,000 from from craft it's a long-winded interview with him he talks and talks and talks and talks i was getting frustrated um tried to cut him when i could um i didn't like him before i don't like him now uh but i felt you know he wanted to come on he said he was nervous about it being a tough interview i don't think he's experienced one of those i guess yet so we went back and forth and all these things and fought it out and you know i'm as frustrated now as i was before but i do appreciate him taking his time out of his day and i'm sure some of his uh heart is in the right place though i just think Going to the Globe and publicly telling them that they turned down 100 k from Kraft because of what he did is just, you know, just a total dick move, to be honest with you. But uh, <clears throat> he comes on here and fights it out with me anyway. Patrick Moynihan, who runs a school in Haiti that turned down the $100,000 donation from Robert Kraft, uh, will be the guest on this episode um, of Enough About Me. Uh, I'm trying to think what else before we get to it. It's probably about 30, 35 minutes in length. Yeah. Um what else? I'm trying to think of anything else we need to get to before we start this. We're a busy rest of the week, though. We're going to have a few more of these for you here uh, as well. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, <clears throat> I know what I was thinking. Um, Moroso, if we can find the guy who runs the podcast cold. Uh, I'm 10 episodes in. It's the it's honestly the best true pr- crime podcast. A little recommendation for you guys when you're not listening to this, because God knows there's not much else to listen to right now. Um, this podcast cold focuses on the murder or disappearance of Susan Powell, uh, a Utah woman, uh, about 10 years ago. You probably remember the story, if I, if I describe her husband, Josh, uh, who definitely did it, obviously, <clears throat> uh, claims he took his kids camping, young kids camping overnight in a snowstorm when it was like minus 20 or something in Utah. Uh, and then they came back and she wasn't there, and it, he obviously did it, and they had issues, but they have a tremendous amount of audio. Uh, interviews with detectives, uh, he kept a... Uh, audio diary his father steve paul was a fucking whack job keeps a diary she susan the woman is in a lot of stuff as well it's edited perfectly it sounds great which must be nice um it is a, a tremendous amount of information that uh is laid out that makes it really clean really does make sense it's it's honestly the best true crime podcast i've ever heard in my life cold uh, i have no skin in the game i'm just recommending it because it's really good if you guys want to listen to something um, while you're not listening to this or other podcasts, I, uh, or you know, if you're looking for another podcast, uh, I cannot recommend that one highly enough. Um, I think it's 18 episodes, and I listen to one every day when I run. So you know, they're like an hour long. Uh, <clears throat> so you, I mean, you know, you could binge it probably if you're driving back and forth to work in a week, maybe. Uh, and it's just it's it's not slowed down for me at all. I've started a million of these. True crime ones are after two or three episodes, I just drop out. I get bored. It gets muddled. It doesn't make sense. You can tell it's not a real story there. Uh, sorry, I still have the uh, the uh, the uh, allergies. 
But this one is great. I actually want to get the guy on this running and just talk to him about it because I am so impressed with uh, how good it is. Can't recommend it enough. Um, and so the rest of the week should be interesting as well. We have a couple of guests lined up, but this is a spirited one with uh, this guy, Patrick Moynihan, who can who can friggin' talk you down. Oh, talk, 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 talk. Uh, I got offended a couple of times. Didn't like my language. Didn't like my criticism of the Catholic Church, which he is a deacon of. Uh, a finger-wagging deacon of the Catholic Church who has issues with people's sexual morality. Uh, his name is Patrick Moynihan, and he is the guest on Enough About Me. Okay, so it's been a pretty big story around here anyway, and somewhat nationally. I know he's made some radio appearances, but Patrick Moynihan joins me from Haiti, I think, this morning. Uh, this afternoon, I should say. Right, Patrick? Yes, I'm calling you from Haiti. In fact, the first thing we got to discuss is how you tricked me into calling you on my, on my dime. That's you know, true. That's it, was how pretty, it, was. it was pretty crafty it, of you. It's the podcast world. We're trying to save every, every penny we can. Uh, I would take a $100,000 donation from Robert Kraft for the podcast. I'm not going to lie to you. You rejected the $100,000. The quote you gave to the Globe, which we'll get to, I guess now, is the last thing I wanted was a donation from Robert Kraft. I could not be silent. I had to stand up. Well, that's after, obviously, the story goes on, chasing Kraft for a couple of years to get the donation. Once you got it, you then turned it down. Uh, I guess my question is the obvious one. Why? Well, I think one of the things I'd like to correct, it's not a, it's not a misquote in the story. I misspoke. What I meant to say was the last thing I wanted to receive was the email that I received. Because under the conditions I received it, it was immediately gut, you know, gut-wrenching. So meaning, I wasn't meaning, actually meaning what? saying, you know, it, 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 I said that. Brian McCrary is an excellent reporter. He got it exactly right. But what I meant to say and what I mean is, you know, I'm sitting there at Providence College getting ready to speak to the faculty senate. It was an ironic day because my brother Brian was actually down in D.C. Um, and testifying before Congress. Mm-hmm. I, of course, got the more illustrious and esteemed group to speak to that day. But and, you know, I was going in preparing for that talk and I had no idea because things were completely dead as far as I was concerned. And I would think that somebody, you know, I, I would have to assume that Dan Solera is a professional at what he does. So it was completely out of left field and extremely gut-wrenching to realize, be, because in that moment, it was very clear to me, very clear, almost everything that was going to happen after that. Well, why, why, weren't you, why, weren't you, why weren't you more proactive in the weeks leading up to it? Why didn't you reach out to the patrons and say, hey, just in case you say yes on this one, heads up, I'm going to turn it down? Because for all we knew, it was already dead. Uh, you know, you're absolutely correct. And I have, uh, I, you know, have never been ashamed of being a beggar. I have spent 22 years, part of your job, two right? decades chasing money mm-hmm. and advocating for the needs of the people in Haiti. And so I did relentlessly go after the possibility that Mr. Kraft could help us. We started that started with their reaching out to us um, in the sense that the Rev had asked us to participate in a Haitian Heritage Night. Unfortunately, shortly after that, my father passed away, and Mr. Kraft was kind enough to honor that and and just give $10,000 to us at that time. Well, friends with, and Kraft, I see Kraft that is, gift is perfectly honorable. There's not an issue in that gift. Kraft is friends with your brother, correct? 
I would say that they must know each other, yeah. Yes, okay. I, you guys in Boston, you guys in Massachusetts really hang hard. So yeah, we say, all yeah. we all know each other. So, so so you so so point is anyway. So you you chased them for a while. You know, started in 2017. You went to Foxborough specifically. Then Kraft comes out and says we're going to give you a hundred thousand dollars. Solaris says, do you want a one lump sum or or two hits of fifty thousand dollars? And I have to be honest. I mean, for me, to you for you to turn down a hundred thousand dollars for this school, which you say could help kids for an entire year is nuts absolutely nuts and i feel like you're playing god with this money and with these kids which absolutely is absolutely not oh i mean absolutely by, by I, any I can definition. tell you that i'm very comfortable with Why? saying that who god is and who i am not which is not god nor jesus christ so why did, you say, why, did you, why, why did you say? Why did you say? Why did you say? I just want to clarify a point because we have time here. This is a podcast. We know what well, we can. You have to clarify that. You don't have to so clarify that. Clarify that. Go ahead. We know you're not. We Jesus intensified Christ, that seeking of of funds because Sony Michelle came onto the team, and we thought, wow, what a great, right? What a great connection. What an obvious possibility. Mm-hmm. And that was what, why in the fall. I did drop the packet off at the field. It was a great day. Went up to the field. The, the Patriots are already doing very well. Um, I got a great ride up in the elevator. The elevator driver was a great guy. Wonderful. I said great. to him, the Patriots are doing well. He said, yes. And then I said to him, well, you know, we all know that's due to your excellent work. And he said, they thank me every day. Didn't even miss a beat. Well, I'm glad you got Walked the in, dropped so off like the that. packet. Mm-hmm. Was completely hopeful. So you are absolutely right. Was completely hopeful of that support. So, um, so okay. So fast forward. Go ahead. We can't just take money unconditionally. Well, okay. Right? So, so I guess my larger my larger point is then. So Robert Kraft goes in to Florida, uh, gets arrested for getting a hand job or whatever, a blow job, whatever happened in Florida. Uh, it is now a misdemeanor. It was not sex trafficking. That's been proven not to be the case. So because that happened. You are going to say, I am better than this person. I am going to say no to this person. I am not going to accept no, but, this money. But I will hold on, hold on. Because... No, as, as you just said, we, we, we both, we're, we're, we're no yeah. rush. Uh, to me, you're sort of publicly shaming him, and you're saying, hey, look at me. I am better than this person. We are better than this guy. Where He's offering to give $100,000 to your school. If I were if I were on the board of your school, whoever, I would, I would call you in and say, you're taking this guy's money. Like, who the hell do you think you are? Okay. I, you know, Kurt, I get your point, but I'm going to have to get some ground rules here because I'm hoping that my mom listens to this and she loves all eight of her children. So we're going to have to keep the language within within that perspective. Okay? Well, okay. Just well, well, respect, can't, I can't respect the, you as a professional. Say, I know this is a podcast and, you know, I ask okay, well, you to respect I'm, I'm, me okay. from you can use where your, I'm you coming can use from. Your language. Uh, so what I'm saying is that. I am not judging at all. I'm glad you've asked this question. Of course and I'm glad uh, we have time to clarify. Of course I am not in of any course. way judging the actions of the alleged actions of Robert Kraft on the day that he walked into the spa or the second day that he walked into the spa. I actually have come forward. That created a context which makes this gift unacceptable because we run a school you know, that is encouraging young men and women to pursue a life, quality life, healthy life. So we would not want to confuse them by taking money from somebody who had supported an act, right, allegedly been involved in the sex trade. The sex trade is specifically a bad situation for Haiti. It is how AIDS came to Haiti in the late 70s and the early 80s. Sure. So it's specifically a problem. Sure. But I want to be clear here. I'm not actually in any way pointing any fingers or judging Mr. Kraft at all. 
what I'm saying of his private activity. And as you know from uh, your colleagues on on uh, sports radio, I said, you know, if you ask me, I don't think there's any reason to see the tape. The, the judge can see the tape. The jury can see the tape one time, and that's enough. And people can make their, you know, the, 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 that can be adjudicated. I have no reason to believe that that tape needs to be shown. What I am saying is Mr. Kraft's public activities, which have happened in the public, Such as? can be objectively analyzed. Such as what? And that's what we need to talk about today. Well, which, we don't which, need to talk which, about which, which actions? The, well, one would be the fact that he has not denounced in any way made it clear that he does not support the sex industry. Well, he's in, I mean, he I mean pa- hold, hold, Patrick, Patrick, hold on. He's Patrick. Wittingly or unwillingly willing to be part until... of it or had any interest in it, <laughs> he, even he, if he had made errors, if it proves that he has made that error, there's an he on, still could clearly There's an say, ongoing case going on, Patrick. There's an ongoing case right now. extremely antisocial. There's an ongoing case. harmful for society. There's an ongoing case right now. You know he's not going to do that while it's going on. That, that doesn't make any sense. You mean he can't denounce prostitution well, d- at the same time that he's alleging he wasn't involved in it? Well, of course, of, of course not. What do you mean? You, so you want him to give a statement and say that he, that he denounces prostitution? Yes. So, so then you'll accept whether or not he did it or not. What if he doesn't? What if he says of a illegal act in the state of Florida has nothing to do with what he believes? But what if what, what if he what if he's what if he's okay? What if he's all three out? We can discuss them. No, hold on. No, no. Give me a second. Give me a second. The second one issue that I'm specifically trying to highlight and that I have a specific perspective on. Okay, so because I work in Haiti, I have an interest in seeing people denounce prostitution and the sex trade. Because I live in the United States, and oddly, by irony, when I'm not in Haiti, I now actually live in Florida. And I'm in the diocese of Palm Beach, not in the, uh, n- not in necessarily the direct county he is in. I'm, I'm in one of the three counties that was named. Go ahead. Uh, I have an interest as a citizen that the courtroom is not used as, it, it, you know, in an uncivil and and absolutely unacceptable way to attack the public servant who simply did their job in reporting a potential threat to public health. So starting with Ms. Herzog, who simply went in, did her job as a health inspector, to pull her records, to to take her through a crucible, to put people on the stands for hours simply to maintain one's reputation, shows a tremendous disregard for other human beings. So that's the second problem. And the third problem is the most egregious, because Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer, Jack Goldberg, Goldberger shouldn't be hired by anyone, in my opinion. So and you that's think, my opinion. So, so you think, so I'm not so saying you there's think, a legal so, stance for that. So you I'm think, saying a guy who that's... participated in Jeffrey Epstein's historically, historically, we all know, we all know the Epstein story. We outrageous we deal. I agree. I agree. We all know that. So, so right. you think, you no, think, I mean, so you think, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you just talked for two minutes. I know we've had, who, we've had. Patrick, Patrick, can you? No, no, I'm going to finish. You've been, okay. no, we know, Patrick. I've had Dershowitz. I've had Dershowitz on women. the podcast. We know. We've talked. People listening know. Okay. So, right. uh, so I agree. So those are the three so, problems. So, so let's talk so, about those three problems so, because that so you're going to turn. All right. Okay. Can you, Patrick? Can you? Can, 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 can you just, can you just be quiet? Is a can we talk back and forth for a minute? Can, can personal you, behavior. Can you? Can you be quiet for thirty seconds? Yep. Okay. Go ahead. So you're not going to. Part of the reason you're not going to give. 
allow your place, your your kids, to, to get money for food and clothes and shelter and books and whatever, from Robert Kraft, $100,000 is because he's trying to fight a misdemeanor and because he hired a lawyer who is you know, not disbarred anywhere and is one of the best lawyers in America by every account because he decided to hire that lawyer to try and help him in his case where the onus, by the way, is on the prosecution. Your issues, those are really your core issues and why you're not accepting money. No, you, my you, core you issue, I led That's with, exactly what you said. was the first one. The core issue is that Mr. Kraft, in his pursuit of protecting his reputation, has not taken responsibility for his alleged acts, nor has he even just publicly said that he knows that the sex trade, which prostitution is part of, is absolutely antisocial, harmful to human beings, and should not be accepted. So therefore, he could denounce all of that and even even hold out that he wasn't part of it. But by not stating that, by acting as this, the most important thing here is maintaining his reputation through technicalities, I, as a U.S. citizen, not as his moral judge, I, as a U.S. citizen, say enough. That is not acceptable. And that's, why didn't you? Why you know, didn't you? Why didn't I'm you? I'm only just... on a podcast because you want to talk about it. I mean, otherwise, it'd just be. My opinion. Right, well, of course, but that's that's really not true because you went to the Globe. The Globe didn't come hunting for you. What was the process? Did you do you know Macquarie personally? How did you go to the Globe to pitch them this story that you didn't want to talk about publicly? I didn't say I did not want to talk about. It. What I said is we're talking about it today. How did you pitch? How did you, you? How did you get to the Globe? What I'm saying is the reason why I went to the Globe is because it matters to us that this is a high level case and situation wherein people are losing sight of what is truly at risk and at the core of this. You have had NBC Network in one of its written statements. I don't know if it was a, you know, if it was a transcript of a, a, a part of a show, but online, you know, written statement says, called this a, a dalliance with la- ladies of the night. Okay. This happened in broad daylight, middle of the afternoon. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, what are you talking about? Is, what are you talking about? That is, Hold on, hold on, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. What are you talking about? What I'm saying is the minimization that has occurred on behalf of this whole situation is harmful to society. We cannot lose track of the fact that the the Robert Kraft got a hand job. It's a question of how to protect public health and the good of others. And the only way to protect public health and the good of others is to allow the law to do its work. Have you, uh, did you, you want every, so you're, you're a deacon in the Catholic Church, correct? Yes. Have you, before you continue working with the Catholic Church, did you stop at all until every single priest uh, apologized for raping young children, the, the thousands and thousands of priests who raped kids? I mean, is that an issue for you or no? It, I don't sure what you're asking. Well, you want, you want Robert Kraft. To me that human beings you, have been harmed? Absolutely. You want, you want Robert Kraft, you want Robert Kraft to, I have, you want I Robert Kraft to apologize. You want Robert Kraft to and everything in my actions and my ministry to ensure that that doesn't happen? Do I follow, you know, diligently without any deviation, all of the rules that the church has put in place to protect children? Absolutely. Well, you want Robert Kraft? So, Here, here's here's where it matters, Patrick. I have had hold no on. involvement. You want, no, 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 no. That's all I'm saying. I'm not suggesting that. You want Robert Kraft to apologize for what he did? Fine. Before you accept his money. Again, we have to is, be careful about our semantics. Is every single, is every single priest apologize? What he did, that's up to him. I want him to use, as he said himself, he himself said, 
I want to reclaim my reputation and I want to use my platform for good. And so I'm asking him, if you earnestly want us to use your funds to support what we do in Haiti, then denounce prostitution as part of the sex trade. We're all hypocrites. He has no reason to be worried that someone's going to say, well, you denounce it now, but it seems that you're allegedly part of it. He's a big man. He's a strong person. He can say, we all gain sight at different times in our life. And today I'm standing forward to denounce prostitution, sex trade, and the impact it has on society. He can do that. That would actually be an actual way to start the path that he has talked about wanting to be on. He needs to first and foremost denounce what is at the core and the core question. And the whole reason the case is the court case is going is for that. The court case is in no way moving forward or in no way is interested in his reputation or the outcome of that reputation vis-a-vis the NFL. The judge in, in, in Florida has no interest in that. He simply needs to adjudicate a situation. And obviously Palm Beach is, you know, trying to eradicate what has become an almost intractable problem. I mean, it's been years of this issue. When you figure that this is the same town that Jeffrey Epstein operated in, and this is, you know, this is not a small problem for Florida. People aren't paying attention to that. They're not, there's nobody even paying attention. It's got nothing to do with the Patriots for the people of these counties. It has to do with public health. It has to do with public safety. You know, and it just gets completely blown out of proportion in, and then uh, minimized. In 2000, you know, then, in, then the language becomes right. everything gets minimized because they don't want it to have some large impact. Well, the fact is, this is an opportunity to see the sex trade stop. You know, it's a place where we can say no. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to hear somebody who's part of the Catholic Church wagging his finger about the sex industry. Catholic Church is the greatest crime syndicate in American history. They've raped. Thousands and thousands of kids uh, in the last century. Thousands of kids. And I would say I'd be, I'd be more worried about cleaning up that place before I started wagging my finger at Bob Kraft. Myself. I spend Myself. a good part of every day being sad about the harm that has <laughs> well, been great. done. That's great. A lot of okay? good that does for but those I would kids. Like to bring out, wonderful. And this awesome is, for those this kids. Is in no way. Gee, Patrick Moynihan they feels did. sad for 11 minutes a day because kids get raped. Wonderful. What a solution. Okay. I, I, you know, I don't know why this turns into an ad hominem attacks, but let me just finish my point. I think we need to take a broader understanding that if you look at, unfortunately, what has happened and been reported to have happened within Uh-oh. The Boy Scouts, what has happened in so many of our U.S. institutions that we had faith in, that so many places, this in no way diminishes tremendous of the church. No, no, no. And I believe that the hierarchy is trying to deal with that. The bishops are trying (laughs) to come to terms with that very openly and becoming more and more transparent, publishing lists, doing everything they can. But the point is, this kind of abuse of children that you keep bringing out, which has no relationship to what we're talking about. Of course it does. To- about, totally relevant. To- totally relevant. Totally relevant. All right? totally because relevant. it's supposed to undermine my sense no, no, of confidence no, no, to- in myself no, to- or in no, my church. Totally like, relevant. What you don't totally understand relevant. is that's can- human behavior. No, it's not. It's very outrageous human okay, behavior so, so- that has been done in so many different situations. Well, give me situations. some, give me, Patrick, give me and some other ones other than the Boy Scouts. Okay, I'll give you the Boy Scouts that's done to the level of the Catholic Church. You said so many okay, places. But, give me some, Kirk, no, no. Kirk, Patrick, you, you Kirk, said so many other places, not me. Kirk. So list them, list them. 
Okay, Kirk. Yeah. You, 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 you must. I know that you're an intelligent human being. You right. must know that the first place that a tremendous amount of child abuse and sexual abuse occurs in the home. Well, obviously, we're talking about we're talking, children. We're talking about we're talking so about places. We're talking can about, we move said, off this topic because you obviously don't have a sensitivity to what you're talking about? Why? Why? Why do you so want? To, why do you want to move off this topic? I wonder, I wonder why is in the home. So I think we can stop there and let's talk about whether or not it is good for society that for the Catholic Church to still exist. I would say no. I would Mr. say no. Kraft I would say no. Does not come out and make it clear that he denounces prostitution in the sex Well, the irony about, prosti- the, irony about, about the prostitution We're is not I, talking I, about the irony of fine. something the Catholic, that is not Catholic, on the Catholic, table fine. in Catholic any church, way, or Catholic, shape, or form because fine. it's not no something problem. you've we'll been involved in. We'll move on. Assume, we'll move on. It's certainly not something I've been involved in. We'll move on. The Catholic Church is a disgrace in this whole thing. We agree on that. We'll move on. You say prostitution is an issue. I think, by the way, ironically, some people would accuse you of being a bit of a fame whore. You told the Boston Globe in the 2010 profile about you and your brother that you want to be in the Boston Globe. So this is, I think, something that you've been seeking. You've been looking for attention. And some might suggest this has been an outlet for you to find it. Is that a fair accusation? Well, I, I, it's certainly not a fair accusation, but I do believe it, that it is my job. You didn't say that I, in 2010. The point of that statement was to point out that it is my job to draw attention to the work I do and find support for it. In no way, in no way do I see what we're doing here as opportunistic or in any way the way that you might want to characterize it. I will say, though, that anonymity in what I do means no funding because people have to know what you're doing to fund what you're doing. But we are hoping that what people find in this is a reason to stand with us as we stand with everyone who understands what is happening in the developing countries because of sex trade, that that those come to stand with us to say, here's an opportunity in the great United States of America to get this right and do this right. So this is all about standing up against something that is having a very negative impact on people's understanding of the actual issues. This is certainly not, you know, you know, I, again, Kurt, I'm going to ask you to have a sense, you know, a modicum of human sensitivity to the fact that you're talking to somebody who loves his brother. And this is certainly not, doing anything to aid him by me having this conversation and I don't even know what you're, I don't even know what you're so talking about. I, do you, I don't even know what you're, what are you, little what, bit inside. What are you talking I know you have a reputation for being hard and putting people's face, but let's just keep it to the, there's a story. Don't, first of all, don't, A, don't tell me what to do. B, you gave an interview to the globe in 2010 where you said, I like being in the globe. Then you gave the globe the story. If you don't think that's relevant to this, then I don't know what to say. It doesn't so get. It doesn't get. It doesn't so get more relevant than that. I would love you if you would like to. If you would like to challenge the. Um, first of all, you know that Brian McQuarrie has written an excellent book on the very topic that you felt was I have, extremely I have important. No, I have no. Use, I have no use for. And the Brian McQuarrie is no an exceptionally good journalist. I, so if you'd like to, if you'd like to drag the globe into this and, and Brian McQuarrie and the fact that a journalist is knows a story from not a story, that's fine. But I think Brian McCurry will stand for himself. So I think you'll have to do that with him. Well, the fact is I went to the Globe because I needed this to be handled in a manner that I could control the timeline. So I could people, make sure how many people that are, we had 
How many people are how many people are on the uh, our due diligence? How many people are on the board sure of, that we presented of your school? How many, fairly. how many people so are that's how many, why we how went people are on the how many people are on the board of your a professional no, he's not. and you right not. and it was he's, able to work not. with him. Now, how many people are on the board at your school? Like uh, so for, for, for the hundred thousand dollars gets sent to you, right? So who right. who do it you did not get sent to well, us? I'm just, All Dan Slayer did well, was right. send us offers you the hundred. And again, we should talk about that whole email because I, I, it's I, not I, the I, unacceptability I, I, gift I, I, under the circumstances. The gift was presented in the most bizarre way relative to my experience of over two decades in receiving emails. Because as you said, as you very rightly said, we chased them for the longest time, hearing nothing, not a peep. We call it on a regular basis. Can we have a meeting? Can we talk about this? Can we? Can we work together on what it might mean that Sony Michelle is now involved, you know, a, a, a member on the team? Can we can we do something? Nothing, 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 nothing. Then all of a sudden, out of the blue, in the most unexpected way, in the most inappropriate way, nobody has ever written me. Why is that inappropriate? A, That's inappropriate? Offer, nobody from a major foundation has ever written us an offer email that says, Hey, you want it in a lump sum or over two years? It's just not the kind. Of but why time. is that? I mean, but why is that inappropriate? It, it just isn't. You don't, you don't listen. You don't, I'm asking you a question. So, why? Hold so, on. Hold on. Hold on. Why is that inappropriate? What's inappropriate about that? They're offering you a hundred thousand dollars. Why is it unseemly? Well, well, no, because usually you, you there. You know, it was as if here's a hundred thousand dollars. No questions asked. No, no, no declarations of. Use no no follow up no format no formal process. That's not the usual experience that you have. So so with, okay. So when that goes, sophisticated so, so, philanthropy in the United States. So, so who? I think the clear thing is just. I just. I, I really think we should just focus on this. I, I, I we did I, not receive I a check. We did not send back a check. Okay, we but who who's the pro, who do you say who do you say between the process of that email? Let's just say that one. And you and then you going to the globe. How many people do you talk to before you reject that even that offer? Um, well, most importantly, my senior staff, which has the full responsibility for directing our project. So nobody said, that would be nobody the stepped in and said, Patrick, spoken to. Nobody stepped in and said, Patrick, are you out of your mind? Like, we're taking this money. No, but people realized it was a very, a very, very difficult decision. And in terms of turning down the gift, that was, you know, clearly you know, as we looked through it and thought about the acceptability under the current circumstances. But, you know, I didn't outright turn down the gift. I actually wrote to Dan Slayer and said there is a process by which this could be possible, but it would have to involve a conversation with Mr. Kraft and, and an awareness that we're going to have to go through these steps. And then we could, and I, in fact, offered personally to accompany him in that process. Not that he needs, I'm just a person off the street, but I'm saying as one person willing to accompany him. And I said, you know, I think you're getting some very bad advice on how to fight this. I think there could be better ways if you want to reclaim your reputation and use your platform for good. Let's discuss that. No response. I was concerned that Dan Solera might not want to be a bearer of bad news. So I thought, well, we better make sure that this gets to Mr. Kraft. So then I wrote, Kraft, I wrote a card personal card, again, offering help, and then copied, sent him copies of the email communications with Dan Solera. And 
then waited to see if there was any response, and there was no response. Well, good for them. I would tell. I mean, I would do this. I'd tell you to go piss into the wind too. At that point, I mean, I know because that's how you talk. But I was hoping he would be somebody with culture and (laughs) maybe think about that. I was. I know we're not all all culture like you, Patrick. I understand, but I mean, I would just like me. No, but culture like just I would just everyday people. Sure. No, I I understand. You're better than I am. But I I would say, I would say to to you at that case, we just offered you a hundred thousand dollars. Now you're going to lecture me on how to live. Like, who, who do you think you are? I mean, honestly, that's my takeaway still. I, I is who, do you, it's who do you think you are? That um, I understand what you would have said, but I actually had naive or otherwise. I had actual, authentic hope that we might finally hear from Mr. Kraft and then we could talk about it. Because imagine, imagine this. What if Mr. Kraft had reached out and we said, hey, if you really want to support us, it's very simple. All you need to do is let's reach out to Sonny Michelle, for instance. Let's have him participate, and let's just simply say that prostitution is wrong, that the sex trade has been a specifically, specifically damaged Haiti in the most amazing way. Only, you know, only slavery has done more to Haiti negatively sure. than, than the sex trade ended up bringing totally, to Haiti when totally, it brought totally, HIV, totally, AIDS, totally Haiti understood. and caused yeah. Haiti to be re-marginalized right. Right. because people thought it could be the origin which it was not. It was brought here. The problem was, you know, the issue, the epidemic was brought here from exogenously. It was not developed. It did not develop here. So the, in the CDC actually published a statement saying the four H's of which Haitians were one of them because of the unfortunate situation of the boat people who came to the shores of Florida. Right. And misinterpretation of that, you know, of, of the illness and the whole situation. Haiti was re-marginalized. Given the fact that, that I've never met Sonny Michelle, but given the fact that he is proudly from Haitian heritage and his mother and, and sister are from right. you know, born there, I think he could understand that. And that might have been a route by which we could have worked. And we still could work through that. If Mr. Kraft is really interested in making sure the children at our school receive the support they need, then let's bring some clarity and transparency to this situation. And allow the world to know that the f- complete focus of what we're doing here is that, is the, that the support of the work that we're doing. And let's get it disassociated with the issues that Mr. Kraft is bringing forward. But in that, there must be a denouncement of prostitution because it is part of the sex trade. Can't you understand? Not an admission can, can, of involvement. Can, can, can you just, just can you, right? I, no, you made that, you made it clear. You made that clear. You made that clear. Can't you understand? Can't you understand how? And I'm one of these people who look at it like you just said. Kraft made a very generous offer, whether you agree with it or not. Can't you understand? How some people would say, "Geez, the decent thing to do is not to contact the Globe and rub this guy's face and it just politely decline and move on." I mean, don't you understand how some people might think that? I, that's how I think. Yes, I agree, hundred percent. But you know, unfortunately, sometimes even when the burden is going to be quite great. We have to do what is completely right. We, so given the fact that we had this motivation of knowing how negatively impactful the sex trade is because of working in hate, adding to that the knowledge in around the issues being created by the hiring of Jeffrey Epstein and those things, because it wasn't just like yesterday I learned that. I was aware of that situation from when it began. Uh-huh. So those things coupling together made it necessary. You know, sometimes 
it is sufficient reason to do something of grave importance simply because you can and must. So given the opportunity to come forward and shine the light on this heinous issue, I didn't have a choice because believe me, it would have been a much easier thing to just quietly turn it down and walk away. But you know, when we are quiet and we do things without action and we just do them with great passivity, often what happens, those things that are wrong in society just continue and continue and continue. And sometimes we have to take the sacrifices and make the effort to be fully engaged and making the world a better place. Well, I thank you for taking your time out in your busy day. I'm out in Haiti, and uh, and we'll check with you down the line, I'm sure, as the story continues to go on. Thanks a lot, Patrick. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you. So much. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.